Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Today, we are looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're going to read Psalm 92 today and Psalm 93. Both are very, very short. In fact, Psalm 93 is only five verses. Uh, And then we're also going to look at Proverbs chapter 15 today. Now, Psalm 92, there's just a theme that's jumping out at me. And it's uh, something that's been jumping out at me a lot as we've been doing these studies in Psalms and Proverbs uh, the last couple of years. And and maybe it's because it's a, a thought that's at the forefront of my mind. But it's this idea that we shouldn't fret or uh, be put off. Well, that's not really the uh, right the right word. It talks, the scriptures talk about how we shouldn't fret over the fact that the wicked are prospering. Because it's short-lived. And in fact, the wicked are going to be punished. And this is all they have, right? Is this short little window of time. But what they have waiting for them is destruction. And like the grass, they're here today but gone tomorrow, whereas the righteous are going to inherit the earth. And so that's something that uh, jumps out, uh, I feel like, in Psalm 92. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it when we get to it. So with that said, let's begin. Open up your hearts. Let the Word of God speak to you this morning. Psalm 92, King James Bible, we're looking at 15 short verses here. Psalm 92, a psalm or a song for the Sabbath day is the title. Verse 1. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning, and thy faithfulness every night. Upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon a psaltery, upon the harp, with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy works. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works! Thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass... When all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is they that shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, are most high forevermore, for lo, thy enemies, O Lord, for lo, thy enemies shall perish, and all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. So please note, there's kind of the three verses. Verse 5, 6, 7, actually 8 and 9. Let me just read those. Or I'm sorry, 6, 7, 8, and 9. So four verses. Let me just read those real quick. Here's what the psalmist says. He says, A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass, and all the wicked, wicked, uh, when all the workers of iniquity flourish, It is they that shall be destroyed forever. But the Lord 
art most high forevermore. For lo, the enemies, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thy enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. So the the wicked, they like spring forth like grass, like man, they're just everywhere. And they flourish. And it seems like they like everything they do prosper. But it is they who will be destroyed forever. And they don't get this. I mean, I just think about people in power today. And half of them are just animated corpses, right? I mean, it's like, are they even alive? Like, you can see a lifetime of sin just on the exterior of their body, right? And they still are just fighting and clawing for these. For for what? At all cost to have whatever it is that they desire. But it's like, are you even fulfilled? You're miserable. Yeah, you've got all this money, but now you look like this weird thing because you've spent all this money also trying to appear to be young, but now you look ridiculous. So they spring forth, they prosper. It seems like they get away with whatever they want to get away with, but they don't. Because in the end, they're going to be scattered. In the end, they're going to be destroyed. In the end, the righteous will inherit the earth. Psalm 37 says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. The Psalms and the Proverbs are just filled with this thought. Like, don't fret. Don't worry about it. Don't be, and also don't envy them. Because one minute they're here and the next minute they're cut down. And what is their inheritance? Their inheritance is to be scattered. Their inheritance is to be destroyed. And like I said, the whole, I'm just looking here at all these songs. There's so many songs where this idea is brought forth. But let's move on. I'm going to read those verses one more time as we finish Psalm 92. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish... It is they that shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, are most high forevermore. For lo, thy enemies, O Lord, for lo, thy enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Please note, the word unicorn is in the Bible multiple times. And commentators try to explain it away and... and it's just like, it's kind of like the giants, right? Like people try, because it doesn't fit into their modern understanding of what the history of the world is, 
uh, they try to explain it away. So a lot of your uh, concordances will say, well, it's probably a bull or some animal that's extinct. Um, which I would agree, it is an animal that's probably extinct. It's a unicorn. Uh, in Hebrew, it's Raim. Raim. Uh, but yeah, a lot of commentators and a lot of concordance will try to say it's just a bull or something like that, but I believe it's actually a unicorn. Uh, just so you know where I stand on that. Let's move on. But my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. My eyes shall also see my desire on my enemies, and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. To show that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. And that is Psalm 92. Let's read 93 real quick. Five verses. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength wherewith he hath girded himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thy house, O Lord, forever. That is our psalms for today. Let's move on and read chapter 15, the book of Proverbs. It's a continuation of the contrast between goodness and evil. Verse 1. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a, bre is a breach in the spirit. A fool despises his father's instructions, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise despise knowledge. I'm sorry, let me repeat that. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge. But the heart of the foolish doeth not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination unto the Lord, but he loveth him that followeth after righteousness. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. Hell and destruction are before the Lord, how much more than the hearts of the children of men. 
a scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Better is, the, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. There's some brilliance right there. Right? Like it's better to be walking with God and have just a little bit in this life. Than to not have God, but have all the possessions, but with it comes nothing but trouble. And every day is just stress. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. A wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeases strife. The way of the slothful man is a hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is made plain. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is joy to him that is destitute of wisdom, but a man of understanding walketh uprightly. Without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. A man hath the joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good is it? The way of life is above the wise, that he may depart from hell beneath. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the border of the widow. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of pure are pleasant words. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts shall live. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. Hmm. I'm just going to tell you, there's Christians, there's believers, there's so many that need this wisdom right here. The righteous don't just answer. The righteous don't just have to be heard. The righteous don't always have to be right. The righteous don't always need everybody to understand how wise they are. That's the attitude of the wicked. The righteous have few words to say. And anything that does come out of their mouth is thought out. Or if they're going to respond to something or have an opinion about something, it's after much, much, much research. And its caref- and answers are carefully thought out. But the wicked, their opinions just spill out. Their mouth runs constantly. 
They're wise in their own eyes. Listen to this. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer. But the mouth of the wicked pour out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. The light of thy eyes rejoices the heart, and a good report maketh the bones fat. The ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. He that refuses instruction despises his own soul. He that heareth reproof getteth understanding. Last verse. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. That, my friends, is our study this morning from from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. And I pray that you've been blessed and strengthened and as a result... This is causing you to draw closer to God. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.